If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everybody, welcome back to Games with Bill. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. We're also going to be uh, discussing the demo for Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, as well as an upcoming Nintendo Direct. Those stories and more in the lightning round. I want to start things off with Ninja Turtles. When this game got announced, I was very, very excited uh, about this game because I adore ninja turtles if you have ever been to any of my live streams and if you haven't you know consider stopping by over at nerdnest.tv uh, uh, but if you've ever been to any of my live streams you may have in the background seen my arcade cabinet it's this old 19 1980 uh asteroid deluxe uh, arcade cabinet that i got for ridiculously low price of 60 dollars. now it didn't work so I gutted it and I built a RetroPie cab, uh, RetroPie into the system. Of course, Asteroids Deluxe didn't have a joystick and all that stuff, so I had to build the console myself, which is I'm not handy, so that was an undertaking. But I, the reason I'm telling you this is because one of the very first games that I loaded up once I got that thing up and running was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Turtles in Time. It's one of my all-time favorite arcade games. I absolutely love that game, and I remember dumping tons and tons of quarters into it when I was younger. Uh, so being able to play the arcade game on an arcade in my house was really exciting. And I dumped a lot of time playing Turtles in Time on here in the Nerd Nest on my arcade cabinet. So when Dotemo, uh, or I think it's that's how you pronounce it, when they announced... Uh, Shredder's Revenge, and I saw it, I was like, first off, wow, this art style is fantastic, and the music is wonderful. I really hope that it plays well. And I guess I shouldn't doubt that it was going to play well, but spoilers, it's awesome. Um, but I shouldn't have doubted that it was going to play well, because Dotemu also made Streets of Rage 4, which is a really, really great game, which I, I absolutely love, and I actually finished it twice. And that is another side-scrolling brawler with deep nostalgia hooks. So I shouldn't have doubted that they would, you know, that the pedigree that Dutemu brings to the the idea of side-scrolling brawlers with deep nostalgia hooks would be awesome, because it is. Uh, so I already talked about the visuals and the audio. The music is fantastic. The sprite work is some of the best that I've seen in years. It's just, it's clear all of the details throughout the levels as you're playing, they're just so beautiful. Um, let's talk about, let's focus on gameplay though, because you can see any video on YouTube to see what it's like. Let's talk about how it actually plays. So first off, I 
tried not to follow it too closely. I, I watched that I, that I was excited for it, but then I didn't really pay close attention to the details because I wanted to get the details myself when I actually got my hands on it. Um, first off, you've got you can play as the four turtles, of course. You can also play as Master Splinter. You can play as April O'Neil. And you can play as Casey Jones. You can't play as Casey Jones until after you've beaten the game once. And each one of the characters has different strengths and weaknesses. In the original uh, Turtles in Time, all of the characters were essentially the same, except Donatello had the bow staff. So I always felt like he had a longer reach. And so that's the character that I always used. Plus, as a nerd and a guy who, you know, I, I have a degree in geology. I like science. Donatello speaks to me as a character as well. So I always went with Donatello first. Um, this time around, they have different stats. So Leonardo is like, he's got two two points in everything. Um, you know, Donatello has three points in reach, one point in speed, one, um, two points in uh, something else. I can't remember what the three stats are. But everybody has their own stats, except for, uh, and I think it's pretty even, except for Casey Jones, who has uh, three points in one, two points in another, and two points in another. And I feel like that's one more point than everybody else gets. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a competitive game. So it doesn't matter who you go with. And that one extra point, I don't think that that imbalances anything. And if it did, then, you know, the developers decided that that was okay. And so it's probably okay. Um, I end up playing, I ended up playing with April O'Neil actually, because she fights with a microphone and a camera. And as somebody who is a podcaster and, uh, you know, I've got a YouTube channel that was like, oh, I gotta, I definitely gotta try that. And I love how at the end of a, uh, a, a, not a match, uh, a level, at the end of a level, she will literally drop the mic. It's just, it's awesome. And I really love the way she plays. And that's the character that I brought all the way through the game and finished it. Uh, and like, she's level 10. And that brings into play something else that I didn't expect in this is that you level up your characters. So you've got two modes, arcade and story. Arcade, just like regular arcade games, you start at the beginning, you play until you die, or until you finish the game. Story mode, however, you can save as you go so that you don't lose your progress between uh, when you play. And you start out a little weaker, but as you play, you get stronger. And so you have your regular attacks, then you have your special attacks. Now, traditionally, in um, in side-scrolling brawlers, generally what happens is when you use a special attack, you will like drain your life force. And rather than punishing you for using your special attacks, what Dotemu's done here is they give you an extra resource to have to manage, which is really nice. I like that. That that it. I always felt like using my special attack was was a big deal in, say, Streets of Rage 4. I didn't do it very often because I didn't want to risk getting killed. You know, there's that whole high-risk, high-reward kind of thing. This kind of takes that out, and it's a little more casual, in my opinion. I mean, hey, it's got to be casual. I finished it, so it's got to be a pretty casual game. Um, you have this other resource to to manage, and you build that resource by attacking uh, enemies 
you build up your special and then you can unleash that special. You can also use like a taunt button. I think it's R the the right bumper on the uh on the Steam Deck uh, or whatever game whatever system you're playing on cuz I think it's everywhere. Uh and you'll like taunt for a second which leaves you vulnerable. You can take damage, but that'll automatically fill up your uh special meter so you can use your special a lot. And when I I, I didn't <laughs> I I didn't really use the special that much when I first started playing. I probably got about halfway through the game before I started using it as often as I think you're supposed to. And I feel like this game plays incredibly well when you are using the specials all the time. It's really fun that way. Uh, so I really like that, and I love that the leveling up me- mechanic that you end up with as you are, uh, you know, progressing through the story, you will only have one special bar and you get to a certain level, you'll have two special bars, or maybe you'll level up and you'll get uh, another hit point bubble on the end of your hit point bar, or you'll unlock new attacks because you get your special attack. And that's if you just hit the, I'm going to say Y button, but it might be something else. I can't remember. You just hit the, the button to do your special attack. If you're not moving, then you do a certain attack. But once you've unlocked it, you can do a backflip and then unleash your special attack, and that's going to have a different type of attack. And then there's another one that you can use from the air. So if you jump up into the air and then use your special attack, it'll give you another type of attack. And then finally, you can unlock three uh, special bars. And once you have three special bars, then you can... um, use all three of those in a super special attack, which is really cool. So I really like the mechanics of leveling up your characters and it encourages you to go back through and play the game again on another character and level them up as well. And uh, there's also a bunch of achievements for, you know, to, to encourage you to dump more time into it. You can probably finish the story mode in about three hours. I finished it twice and I've really, really enjoyed it. And then let's move on to the multiplayer. Uh, this game has full cross play between all platforms, which is fantastic. And if you just, if you're looking for uh, people to play with, it's not just four player like the original arcade, it's six player and six player. It gets a little crazy with everybody setting off nonstop special attacks. It's fun because you can, you know, your the rest of your team is beating the hell out of everybody. You can move down to like a corner or whatever and and use your taunt in order to build up special bars and then just keep unloading specials all over the place. It's really satisfying. My only my only gripe is that there's so much happening on screen it's easy to lose your character. I did I said this on an episode of of On Deck which is our PC gaming podcast which you should check out if you haven't already. Um I said that it'd be nice if you could have something that pointed to you. You 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 do. You just have to hit the left trigger in order to do that. I wish I wish that that was always on because if I hit the left trigger it shows up and then it disappears after a bit and I don't want to have to dedicate brain space to making sure, Oh yeah, I'd left trigger is going to bring up that thing because it's not something that you use all the time. I just wish that there was a toggle, either turn it on or turn it off, but that's pretty much it for my complaints about the game. It is incredibly fun. And if you don't have it, you should pick it up. I think it's on sale right now. 
uh, for a launch. I think it's going to cost 25 bucks, but I think it's on sale for like 20 bucks. And I got it for 17 on Green Man Gaming if you're going to be playing it on PC. I don't know what the price is on other platforms, but it's also a Game Pass game. So if you were going to play it on your Xbox, then you can play it there. It's absolutely fantastic, and you should pick up uh, Ninja Turtles if you haven't already. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Um, I remember... (laughs) The Warriors games are very hit and miss for people. You either really like them or you despise them. I've still have yet to play a Dynasty Warriors game, like the, you know, the ones that they actually are based on. I've only played the spin-off ones that have been on Nintendo consoles. That would be Hyrule Warriors um and Fire Emblem Warriors and uh we've already had the sequel to Hyrule Warriors and now this is the sequel to Fire Emblem Warriors. And this one is based on uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, and in the same way that, that Fire Emblem Three Houses, you go in and you pick like a you pick a house and you get to experience their story. And then you can come back and pick a different house and you experience the same story through the view of different set of characters. That kind of thing is done in this. I always like how I think it's Bandai Namco. Is it Bandai? No, it's Koei Tecmo. I really like how Koei Tecmo finds a way to integrate the the IP that they are melding with in these in these uh, Warriors games. I think that they do a really good job with that. For Fire Emblem Warriors, what they did is they they have matchups. So in Fire Emblem, basically you have like a Pokemon rock, paper, scissors kind of system where, you know, uh, rock beats scissors, scissors cuts paper, paper covers rock, like that kind of thing. You have the same kind of thing in the Fire Emblem games where like if you're using this weapon, it's it's better against this weapon, which is better against this weapon, which is better against the first weapon. You guys know how rock, paper, scissors works. They kind of included that into Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes because you have different characters and each character is a different class. And as you are going through a mission, you will see like little chevrons, either up chevrons or down chevrons, depending on how the matchup is, uh, based on the character that you're controlling and the enemy that you are about to fight. And so what you do is you use up and down on the D-pad to switch between characters until you get a good matchup. And then you go in there and you button mash XXXY or whatever in order to, you know, do the most damage and use all of your different combat mechanics. Um, they have some stuff that reminds me a little bit of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, where you hold down the trigger and then you've got some other buttons that have abilities that are on cooldowns. Uh, you've got extra resources that you can build up through combat and then you unleash at the most opportune time. The combat in this game is really, really good. Um and I love the strategy aspect to it, where I can pause the battle, bring up the over uh, the the world map, and then say, "All right, Edelgard, you're going to go fight this guy because that's the best matchup. Claude, you're going to go fight this guy because that's the best matchup. And the other fellow whose name I forget, you're going to go fight that guy because that's the best matchup. And then go back in, and I go and back clean up, and you know, take care of other stuff, and then pause the game." And, you know, send out all of those orders again. If you like Fire Emblem and you want to check out an action version of Fire Emblem, 
I'm going to say that the, that you should definitely check out this demo. If you don't like Fire Emblem, it all depends on why, on whether or not you should check out this demo. If you don't like Fire Emblem because of all the conversation and nonstop just talky, 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 then you're probably going to want to avoid this because it is very, very talky. Cutscene heavy, tons and tons of cutscenes. Um, but if you don't like Fire Emblem because you don't like turn-based battles, then this one might be for you. I think it's a really good game, and it was really cool to... I, I chose the same house in three, ho- three Hopes that I did in Three Houses, and so it was nice to see those characters again. I chose Edelgard Black Lions, I think it is. And, uh, you know, you have so you have like Bernadetta, who's terrified of everything. I think that she's hilarious. You've got another character whose name I can't remember, but she always like she doesn't understand like the language that people are saying. So she often says things kind of goofy. And then you have like Edelgard's right hand man who works directly for her. He reminds me of a character from Downton Abbey. And if you've never watched Downton Abbey, you should watch it. It's a really good show. Um, he reminds me of a guy from that show. And so it was nice getting into the game and meeting these characters, excuse me, meeting these characters again. I'm definitely going to be picking up Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I don't think I'll be picking it up right away. It's probably going to be something that I'll wait for a sale for only because I have so, so many games to play right now that, uh, I don't know if I can jump in on another one. When I first started playing the demo, though, I was like, boy, maybe I don't like this anymore. After I got past the the tutorial, then I was like, okay, yes, I am enjoying this again. The, the way that Koei Tecmo blends the IP that they are um, integrating with the Dynasty Warriors mechanics is just so interesting. And I, I would love to see other... Uh, other versions of these uh, Warriors games. Like, it would be cool to see, like, Pokemon Warriors. You know, what, what, let me know. I'm on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Tweet at me. What integrations would you like to see into a Warriors franchise? I think that that would be a really interesting conversation. All right. Before we go any further, I want to very quickly thank our sponsor, And when we come back, we'll talk about the upcoming Nintendo Direct. Let's take a moment to thank the sponsor of this show. I've always said that you should use the right tool for the job. Can you trim your lawn with a pair of scissors? Sure. Should you? Uh, Probably not. Speaking of trimming, support for Games with Bill is brought to you by Manscaped. What is Manscaped? They are the men's grooming company that has a serious sense of humor. Summer is just about here, and you want to be as comfortable as possible. That's where Manscaped has you covered. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all of your men's hygiene needs. And they recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GWB20 at checkout over at manscaped.com. The performance package includes their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer and two guards with a brush. Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, men's deodorant, toner, boxer briefs, and a travel bag in order to hold everything. They even have a custom newspaper in the performance package filled with that serious sense of humor 
that I mentioned. You could sit down and read it, or you could use it to make post-grooming cleanup a breeze. The Lawnmower Trimmer and Weed Whacker feature advanced skin-safe technology in order to reduce the risk of grooming accidents. And they're even waterproof, which means you can clean them very easily. You can get 20% off and free shipping by using the code GWB20 at Manscaped.com. Once again, in order to get 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com, use the code GWB20 at checkout. When you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. And I want to say a big thank you to Manscaped.com for supporting Games with Bill. Okay, E3 or not E3. Since E3 was canceled this year, we had instead uh, Summer uh, Summer Game Fest, Summer Games Fest, Summer of Games. I, can't, I can never remember what it's called. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of people have started calling it not E3. And you know what? That's fine. I I used to look. Re- I used to really look forward to E3 because I, I like all of the announcements. We still got a bunch of announcements, so it's fine. But one of the things that we didn't get as part of "quote unquote" not E3 was a Nintendo Direct. Usually, Nintendo, uh, you you know, they usually have a big Nintendo Direct right around E3. We didn't get one this year. And it makes sense because there's no E3. Nintendo said, I'm just going to wait until all of the hype is over and then we'll drop our stuff after the hype is over. That way, every like the spotlight is on us. So we are getting a Nintendo Direct, but it is not the kind of Nintendo Direct that you would have at an E3. It is for one of their big games. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which, look... Xenoblade Chronicles is a fantastic game. I played it on the 3DS, and uh, I know that it was available for the Wii, and everybody, everybody who played it loved it. Like it was an exceedingly um, well-regarded game. Was not super popular. Xenoblade Chronicles Two on the Switch really was the introduction for a lot of people to that uh, se- um, series. Yeah, that series. A lot of people. That was their first introduction to that series was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And since then, people have been very, very hyped for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I am one of them. Well, by the time you hear this, it may have already happened. But I'm recording this on the 20th. um, And it's on the 22nd at 7 a.m. Pacific time. Yikes. Uh, there's going to be a live stream Xenoblade Chronicles 3 direct presentation featuring about 20 minutes of information about that RPG. I obviously won't be watching this live because I'll be at work, but I will be watching this after the fact, and I am very excited for that. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 had some of the best combat ever. I felt like Xenoblade Chronicles combat was decent. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 took the combat, and they just nailed it. It was so fun. It felt like I was... Playing an MMO, but instead of just playing my character, I was playing the whole party. And it just felt like everything in real time, it was it was awesome. I adore the combat for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Incredibly complex, but also really approachable. And their tutorial was fantastic, teaching you how to play it. So if I, I hope they don't change the combat too much for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, because I feel like they really nailed it. And uh, I'm very excited for that game. Now, I, I don't. We don't know anything 
more about the 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 Xenoblade Chronicles Three Direct, and I know that there's a lot of people who are disappointed that it's just focused on this one game because if this game is not your jam, then you're probably pretty disappointed that we're not getting a Nintendo Direct. I don't I don't anticipate that we would get another Nintendo Direct soon. Um, I know a lot of people were saying we would still get one in June. I I say that this counts as a Nintendo Direct, and I doubt we will see another Nintendo Direct this month. However, in the past, we have seen Nintendo do weird things where they do a Direct and then another Direct like two days later. You know what? Real quick, speaking of Nintendo, I have seen... I'm not picking it up because I've seen how bad the reviews have been for Super Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, Essentially, people are saying that the lag is so bad that when you are playing the game, you can't like get the timing right for your for like kicking the ball right. And you know, if you if you have like Mario and Luigi on a team together, uh, and you happen to pick green, as it, it, you're both Luigi now. I mean, because they look so similar. I, I'm being facetious. You can tell the difference between them be, besides the clothes that they're wearing, but it, it's weird. You know what I mean? And all of the things that I'm hearing about that game is that there's no content. So I'm going to be skipping out on uh, Battle Strikers? Strikers Battle League. I'm going to be skipping out on Strikers Battle League, which is pretty disappointing. I'm glad that I didn't buy it, though, uh, because it just it didn't land very well. Boy, the Nintendo sports games have been... They've been lacking recently. You know, you got Nintendo's, um, you know, Mario Tennis, which I really, really enjoyed. It almost felt like a fighting game, but then it died off incredibly fast. And then I heard nothing but bad things about um, uh, Mario Golf, which I did not pick up, uh, super light on content. And now we've got Mario Strikers Battle League, which people are saying super light on content. And with all of those, Nintendo is like, oh, and we're going to ship them and we'll keep updating them as time goes on. I don't like how that feels. I wish that the game would just ship done. And uh, I don't like the way that Nintendo's going there. Anyway, let's move on. I want to... Uh, uh, let me know what you guys think of the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. Uh, and maybe I will put a bonus episode up this week talking about it. Uh, after the fact. All right, let's hit the hit the lightning round. I got four stories that I want to talk about real quick. Number one, we've got the Steam Summer Sale starting this week. Uh, everybody, listen, if you play PC games, you know that there's constantly sales, but the Steam Summer Sale is going to be some big, big discounts. If you find a really good deal, join our community Discord. There'll be a link in the show notes, which will take you to our community Discord Join the Discord, drop a link to that deal in the deals channel. Uh, Hey, you know, check this game out. I love this game, and it's only five bucks right now, like that kind of thing. Uh, And you know what? You can go in there and look and find some deals of your own. So we've got the summer date. uh, I'm sorry, the the summer Steam. God, good God, the Steam summer sale. There we go. Uh, That I mean, it happens every year, and it is starting. On July June twenty third at one p.m. Eastern, uh, and that goes right through until July seventh. So it's gonna be, we're gonna have two weeks of sales, which is very very excuse me very very exciting for me. Um, as a person who really likes Blizzard, well, okay, 
I really liked Blizzard. You know, you rewind the show five years ago, and you would hear me say that Blizzard and Nintendo are my two favorite developers. Former Blizzard folks announce a free-to-play real-time strategy called Stormgate. I don't know much about this, but what I do know is, well, A, most real-time strategy games are a pass for me because I just I don't have the APM, the actions per minute, to keep up and play competitively. If there is the the idea that it's a free to play game tells me that it's probably going to be competitive and the single player stuff probably won't be there. So this is probably going to be a pass for me. But if you are somebody who likes the real time strategy genre, then people who used to work at Blizzard made the real time strategy game, uh Stargate. Stargate? Star Oh my god, why am I the game is this game is called Stormgate, so now all I can think of is Stargate. Um, <laughs> what is the name of that game? Uh, Starcraft. Good gravy. Uh, yeah, Starcraft. Uh, I'm guessing that the people who are working on S- Stormgate worked on Starcraft. Uh, and man, this game looks really pretty. I'm looking at screenshots right now. It looks very, very pretty. Now it says free to play, and it's Blizzard. Given that Diablo Immortal was free-to-play, nonstop cash grab uh, microtransactions, keep in mind that Stormgate developers, these are not Blizzard employees. They now work for a game or a studio called Frost Giant Studios. They say that this is never pay to win. Of course, they they don't say what it is that they plan on microtransactioning us. Hopefully it's just like uniforms for your characters or new UI elements or something like that. I think that that would be fine. Whenever you have a game that is built, built around competitiveness, it's better if that game is free because that means that your game is more likely to have a lot of people playing it at any time, at any time, but you got to make your money somewhere. And so hopefully cosmetics are the way that they do it. Like, if you get a crit on somebody, have it pop up like crazy fireworks or something like that. That kind of thing that doesn't actually affect gameplay, but rewards players for investing money into the game that they're playing, that makes sense to me. All right. Speaking of Nintendo Directs, we've got the PlayStation version. There's rumors that we have a God of War Ragnarok state of play coming next week. This is coming to us from Dual Shockers. Uh, Sony could be gearing up for another PlayStation state of play. We just had one like three weeks ago, I think maybe four weeks ago. Um, according to a quote unquote reliable industry insider, uh, this comes to us from, uh, Tom Henderson. They say evidence of a state of play next week. Uh, the Gran Turismo producer says there's an update on the game next week. Jason Schreier says God of War Ragnarok release date is later this month in Sony is set to reveal some new hardware next week. I'm guessing that's probably PSVR 2. I think that we might see, it's possible, uh, a state of play next week. Now, I liked God of War. I thought it was good. It didn't really get its hooks into me because I didn't really give it much of a chance to. But everybody is hyped for God of War Ragnarok. And I got a PS5 sitting right next to me. So I will be watching this uh, with bells on. I might even live stream it if uh, if if it happens at a good time for me, especially because next week I will be on vacation, uh, and I am looking forward to that. One more last thing before we get out of here. 
a game that I didn't know that I, I'd never heard of this. It's called evil West. And I was, I just got this new uh, mixer that I'm recording the podcast on and I was getting it all hooked up to my computer and everything and, and trying some stuff out and I needed some audio from my computer. So I just opened up YouTube and I clicked the first video that came up and it was this IGN um, trailer for 10 minutes of gameplay from this evil West. So what is evil West? Well, it's a third person shooter that takes place in the old West with vampires and if that doesn't sound good, man, you have got to see the graphics for this game. It is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's also gross because vampires' blood. There's this one part in the in the video where the character walks in and the, the ground is just covered with giant red blood leeches. It's really gross. And this is a super gory game. But it looks really cool. And I love the setting of the Old West, especially when they take the Old West and turn it on its head and combine it with something else. You know, like Cowboys and, Cowboys and Aliens, like that movie with Harrison Ford. I can't remember if that was a good movie or not, but my, my gut tells me that it wasn't. Anyway, everybody, that is it for today's episode of Games with Bill. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, let me know what games you are picking up on sale on the steamer on the steamer, not steamers, uh, summer steam summer sale. Let me know what games you pick up uh, on our community discord. Uh, if you want to check that out, check out the link in the show notes and uh, follow me on Twitter at run jump stomp. And the last thing that I'll say before I get out of here is if you have not yet joined our Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and join up the Patreon over there and you can support this show, get it ad-free, and uh, sometimes you get it early depending on which tier you're at. All right, everybody, I'm out of here. I hope you have an awesome day and I will see you guys for possibly a bonus episode later on this week. Bye-bye. <laughs>